Welcome to another episode of Jesus in Gym Shoes, where we have unparalleled conversations about life skills in Jesus. I got my little cousin on the podcast today, somebody who's seen me grow all the way up. Uh, Bree. Uh, and I wanted to have her here because she does something really, really special. Or she has a really, really special cause that she supports. Um, and she ain't my real cousin, but she's my real cousin. You know how black folks do when you grow up with somebody and like they've been your they <laughs> they've been your cousin your whole life and they ain't really your cousin. That's Bree. So go ahead, Bree. Introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? Um, of course, I'm Bree, his real cousin. Blood don't matter. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I have a brand called Nora 22, which is to bring Alzheimer's awareness to millennials like ourselves. And I just feel like the issue isn't talked about enough. So I want to be one of those change agents to make sure that it is. And I'm noticing a lot more now that a lot of millennials are taking care of people with Alzheimer's or at least dealing with a family member or know someone that's dealing with Alzheimer's. And it's just the resources aren't easily accessible, I would say. So I'm trying to make it accessible and also make sure that it's not too taboo to talk about it and kind of bring a little lightness to the topic. So, yep. Why Alzheimer's awareness? Why Alzheimer's awareness? Well, first starters, I personally have experienced dealing with the loved one that had Alzheimer's, which was my grandmother. And that was a very, very tough time in my life. Um, found out when I was 16. Um, and like I said, it wasn't was something it 16? that- hmm? Was it? Yep. It seemed like, it, I guess it got bad as we got older. It wasn't as, it didn't set in as much when we were younger. Yeah, I think she that's was- why I didn't notice it as much. She was still active and still could do things on her own when we first noticed it around that age. But yeah, you're right. It that's that's what happens with Alzheimer's. It progress and things change. And once it gets in its latter stages, the person starts to kind of revert back to their younger stages and age of life. But um, yeah, that's very near and dear to me. That was my my homie for sure. <laughs> And um, yeah, so at 16, you just kind of, oh, oh, people get Alzheimer's, so it is what it is, but it really isn't. It's not something you can say is hereditary. It's not something you can say, oh, I'm definitely going to get it. It's definitely a fear of mine, for sure, because she had it, her mom had it, her sister had it, and recently I found out that my father's mom had it, so it's kind of like, am I next? And then finding out that you can get early onset as early as 30, just turned 30 last year. So <laughs> boom, I feel like millennials definitely need to know what's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Um, hopefully you remember this. That was a bad segue. Uh, what's your favorite pair of gym shoes? <laughs> that was a terrible segue. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> That was awful. Oh man, that was awful. Uh, <laughs> that was awful. Let's see you. 
Well, let's tie it all in because that's a part of the brand. Too. I didn't really have a way to, <laughs> to get to that question except for right there. Well, let me help you out. Granny's thing was fashion. She was never going to step out the house looking bad. Wasn't so. at all with that silver hair. <laughs> so I've incorporated that in the brand too. So my favorite sneakers, favorite gym shoe. Hmm. I've kind of just gotten into sneakers because I'm more of a heels type of chick sometimes. But I would have to say I really do like the Nike Reacts. Okay. For sure. They're very comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I like the Jordan ones too. Okay. Those are both shoes that are uh it's a popular shoe with the people that I've with a, a large majority of people that I have um, interviewed or just like had on the podcast, it is a really, really popular shoe. Um, it's one of those ones where I guess it's, you know, it's, it's had its resurgence, but it's one of those ones where pe- I, I'm sure people have like always been like, man, that's a, that's a dope shoe. Yeah, I like yeah, that. I'm, I'm the opposite. Like, I like it. It's not my favorite. I'll wear them. I have several, 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 several pairs of them. Um, but it's a shoe that I can get rid of easily. Like, if somebody wants to buy it, I'll easily sell it. You know, I'll wear them and I'll beat them into the ground. They don't really, you know, they don't really <laughs> mean that much, much to me. Now, my Jordan 2s, on the other hand, I wear those. Um, I still have some that I've had since 2002. And, and <laughs> yeah, I'm not that sneakerhead. Like, it did yeah. me from like, what's this, 2021? Probably like 2018, 2019 till yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. I really, you know, and, you know, growing up, Shorty's like mom's only had mom. It was me, Damon, and Zay, and my mama. <laughs> so now I most definitely want a little OC when it comes to like the amount of shoes that I have, but <laughs> I most definitely indulge <laughs> because I didn't have them, you know, when I was a shorty, uh, more than I should sometimes, but you know, sure. to God be the glory that I'm able to help people, uh, similar to the way that you're helping, you know, people learn about Alzheimer's. Was that a better tie in? Yeah, that worked. <laughs> that worked better? Yes. <laughs> So how long have you been, how long has, how long have you been working on Nora 22? Um, It was an idea in 2014, but the brand didn't start or launch until 2016. Mm -hmm. Because what year did Granny pass? Ooh, uh, 2013, 14? Yeah, one of those. Yeah. I want to say 2013 because I was I had just got to Atlanta. Okay. Not too long after that. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize it was that long. Um look somewhere in here. I think it might be yeah, 2013, 2014, around that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like what was what was the original idea? What is it? Are you doing what you thought it was gonna be then? Or what was um, that? So for starters, I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew I needed to get the awareness out of it out there. So I started with t-shirts and that kind of put me in a box because everybody like, oh, that's your t-shirt line. Oh, you had a clothing line. Yes, apparel is a part of the brand, but that's not all it is. 
So that's just a way to get the awareness out. I, like I said, fashion was tied into it because this brand is pretty much wrapped in her. Brand colors are her favorite colors, launched on her birthday. It's all about her. So um, yeah, I originally just kind of put shirts out, didn't work, wasn't getting any traction. And to be honest, what millennials really want to talk about Alzheimer's? Not too many, at least not then. But now that it's starting to get kind of put out there a little bit more and people are experiencing because now we are considered, I recently saw that we consider like the sandwich generation as millennials. So we're taking care of parents and kids. Not me. I don't have no kids, but you know. <laughs> I can imagine. Well, I could imagine you with kids. You'd be a lot more patient than me. Yikes. Uh, I pray I will be. <laughs> but yeah, so. That's a thing. And recently I've started branching out with more than just the apparel. Like I have the YouTube channel, starting a community on Facebook, just to have safe spaces for people to actually be around people like them, because it's easy to feel guilty in that state. Because I know I did going to the nursing home. I hated it, but I knew I had to. Like that was the, I didn't want to see her like that. Yeah. It it bothered me because like like I said, it was me, my mom, my granny, 3G. That's how people knew who we were. Yeah. And not being able to move a new maneuver like that. And I felt like I was in a selfish space. So that's how I decided to come up with Norris 22 because if I knew what I know now, I feel like I could have at least assisted a little better. Mm-hmm. So like knowing different types of like diet that helps with slowing down the progression or activities to do with them during that time or whatever the case may be, because there is no cure, but there are ways to kind of just make that transition and situation a little easier. So yeah, that's what piqued my interest and passion because I just felt like we just, as hate to say it, but as African-Americans, especially just accept it as they old now, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I see it like my um, one of my grandfathers. Um, I see it like the pandemic has kind of like sped his progression up. They definitely have said COVID um, is speeding the process up for sure. Because like they, you know, when he, he was used to a routine of him being outside, of him going to help people, of the church you know going to church on Sundays they had bingo on this day they had times where he was able to interact with people his age and it wasn't as prevalent but now it's you know at a point where being down there with him it's him asking me the same question two or three times Mm -hmm. or um just referencing different things that we already talked about like prior to and he's so funny but like the first time he'll tell a joke but then he'll like tell the same joke again Mm -hmm. right (laughs) uh and so you see it and and that's when I started to realize that dang papa like he out yeah it's it's happening you know yeah um and then like my great-grandmother luckily well she you know she kind of raised my dad um and so I was my dad whenever she saw me you know Mm -hmm. it was so whenever my dad couldn't go to the hospital or you know to the nursing home 
she'd see me and she'd be like, oh, hey, Chunky, like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was beautiful, like, the times when she did remember that I was actually DJ, you know? Yeah, I think in that space, I can't say that I've necessarily experienced my granny not knowing who I was, which was a blessing because it was like, she may not acknowledge me by my name, but it, when you know, I walked in, I, I knew she knew who I was. Mm-hmm. So it's just that. And then even having things that are often reminders around their space could potentially help. So we kept like a big poster board of like pictures of different people from the church, the family and everything like that kind of, I felt like it kind of helped. So was I up there? I don't think so. You know, it was her favorite, but that's just, <laughs> you know, it's, Sneezing over there, you know. I always came to the crib eating up all her food. Absolutely. And, you know, she made it known that I was always invited. Actually, I think Damon was her favorite. Like, I can't even lie. Like, Diamond was most definitely her favorite of her, like, adopted grandchildren. Like, Diamond most definitely, because you and Diamond are the same age. Yeah. Yeah. She loved her some Damon. Like, I can't even stunt. She loved my little brother. Yeah, come home from school. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But it's um I I think that yeah, it has not been talked about. And so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here. Is so that way we could explore it a little bit more because you know, what is Alzheimer's? Someone asked me to put that in my own words and I, I didn't have the best words because it's like an, a disease that really just steals you away from people. It's like experiencing losing someone while they're still present. It's kind of hard to put in words, but it's a form of dementia to be technically correct. And a lot of people get that confused too, that Alzheimer's and dementia are two different things, but dementia is really the umbrella of multiple different types of um yeah, it's multiple types. So you got Alzheimer's and other types of dementia. So it it really just, it steals the memories of whatever you have. And that's why I'm pushing right now. Like I have a shirt out, memories loading. It has so many meanings behind it. Like we all know loading and you see the three dots, you think about people texting you, things like that. So you could be preparing to create memories or you could be a person that's trying to remember what your memories were at the time. Mm-hmm. So memories loading for me was like something that I was pushing out now, but it's just really tough. And it's the fact that there is no cure, the fact that there is multiple people dying of it and nobody speaking of it. The fact that, you know, families are dealing with financial issues because of it like it's a lot of things around that one disease for it to not be something that's at the forefront mm-hmm. so definitely got to get that together so with that what's one of the things that you you said that you want to bring awareness to it but what have what have been some of the things that you guys have been doing uh, with Nora 22 uh, to bring awareness? So the apparel piece, I have that to just have like statements on the shirt. 
And it's not necessary to say, hey, I know somebody with Alzheimer's because I see a lot of t-shirts that have the purple ribbon and Alzheimer's this and Alzheimer's that. But I felt like with millennials, everybody love a good statement piece. So my tagline is definitely be fashionably aware. When people see it, hey, what do you mean by that? Or I had a shirt that had, I'm reclaiming my mind or not losing my mind, but reclaiming my mind. Oh, dope. It has something to do with the mind, but it can relate to a lot of things because we've been in the pandemic. We got mental health, things like that. So just statement pieces that's going to help start that conversation. Then also we participated in different types of events that they host locally and nationally with the Alzheimer's Association, like um, the Longest Day, so which is something where you pick a activity or something that would <clears throat> suffice as a fundraiser. And because that's the longest day, which is from sunup to sundown, you basically continuously do that throughout. So I've had a, I like working out sometimes, most of the time. <laughs> so a couple of my events have been a virtual workout, which was last year, the year before that, I did a twerk shop, but all the proceeds went to um, the Alzheimer's Association. Also, the Walk for Alzheimer's, we've participated in that. Um, also, I've been strongly trying to put focus on millennial caregivers. So last year was my first year just giving out um, care packages to the caregivers because they often don't take time for themselves. So that care package was mostly just self-care items. I got a lot of different other brands to partner with that and people to sponsor those care packages to get those to the caregivers. Um, and then just using every platform that we have to give information, facts, um, food, herbs, things like that, that could help slow down the progression. Just launched the YouTube page. So that one, I'll definitely be highlighting different millennials and their experiences with dealing with a loved one. I recently actually just put out a post on Facebook just to kind of see how many people have actually dealt with people that have Alzheimer's or are currently doing it. And that I got more responses than I thought I would, and definitely from millennials. So I'm definitely been talking with them to kind of get them to tell their side of the story because you have caregivers that, like I said, feel guilty about, like we're millennials. We want to be out and about doing what we want to do, living our life, kicking it. But some people are actually taking on that responsibility of being caregivers to people that, you know, their loved ones or somebody that they may not even know it might be a profession, their caregivers, and they have to learn and readjust and things like that. So just really trying to get the conversation started any way that we can. And yeah. Um, I appreciate that because, I mean, I think that there are a lot of us that don't really know. We don't really know. And one of the things that you brought up is just the differentiation or that there isn't really a differentiation between like Alzheimer's and dementia, right? Alzheimer's is just like the form of it. Um, and it's it's been around for so long. Um, I think that in the research that I was doing with the Alzheimer's Association, it was saying that like people first started to find out about it in like 1906. <laughs> right. And so, one of the first people that researched it and got all of the like terms coined was an African American. So fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> and that's even that's even one one of the things that like I didn't know. Um 
And finding that out, it just made me want to become more aware because I've seen it affect several people in my family and they black. Yeah, like black people are two times more likely to develop the disease than others. And with that being said, we're also the ones that aren't receiving the proper health care or you're getting the diagnosis later on in the stages versus early on. And honestly, one thing I did find out recently that I thought was baffling is that you really can't detect it or diagnose it until after the person has passed away. So you can see the signs and the symptoms and they take like little tests because I recently had my mom go take one just because I'm an only child and I potentially may have to be taking care of her just because it runs in our family, quote unquote, although it's not necessarily predicted by being hereditary. Mm. So it's just like, it's a lot of things there and a lot of things that need to be talked about, like I said, because I think that's another realm I want, want to get into is us as African-Americans and millennials. Like if you search Alzheimer's, I'm not going to say it, but when you look, you see what you see, and it ain't us most of the time. So definitely got to get that out there. And you picked the perfect time to have this podcast because it's World Alzheimer's Month. (laughs) It is. And this is recorded in September of 2021. So um, this most definitely will be out before the end of the month. Um, And you guys will hear it in September. Um, Now I want to switch gears really quickly. We talked about that. Let's talk about the fun stuff. <laughs> Bria as a little kid. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why we got to talk about that? <laughs> you said what? Why we got to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, we got to. Because you know, it's... So, Bree. So, as the older cousin, I was the one that always got in trouble for the stuff that, like, the younger ones did. So, like, Bree and Damon and Kiki... I ain't do nothing. <laughs> I'm your favorite. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, I got in a lot of trouble because of those three. Um, yeah, I got in a lot of trouble because of those three. What's a memory that you have of like us as kids? Yikes. Because I tell people all the time, while you think about that, I tell people all the time, I didn't have a childhood except for church. Hey. Like <laughs> 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 that's why I was like that's hard <laughs> <laughs> it was literally 208 East 61st Street and prior to that what was it uh, uh, 7414 South Cottage yeah. Grove <laughs> oh in between there it was the YWCA uh huh yeah <laughs> how bad I remember 7414 <laughs> 7414 through 18 South Cottage Grove <laughs> <laughs> it was always hot up in it. <laughs> always hot with the blue chair and blue pews. I was like, "How's it hot with blue pews?" Lord Jesus. So I put up. Uh, I saw a um, picture of us, and, I, and I'm still getting to your memory. I saw a picture of us. It was like Easter, and we were like, I had to be all of like eight, maybe. So that made you, Demond, you and Demond, like six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. You're not gonna post that, are you? I might. I might. I might do that. I might put that as 
I might put that as the headline for this, like when I do the commercial. What a clip. <laughs> but yeah, memories. Uh, let me, well, first, I'm going to start with church for sure. Because I mean, that's where we lived. Ate, sleep, <laughs> like legit shut-ins and everything. <laughs> um, I would have to say I'm going to go a little bit er- or older us and say like just Saturdays we was at church from what like noon till it was supposed to be like three but probably like five six because if we was done our parents were somewhere talking and I hated the fact that my mama had to count money like yeah you know that's the whole thing about church talking about oh y'all not giving you tithes and all this stuff and I'm like so why is she back there counting so long like I ain't understand <laughs> But uh, yeah, definitely rehearsals. And I would have to say, probably because I was the good kid, one of my memories was always seeing your mom get y'all together. Like, how this woman handling all three of these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> she, she's something else. I tell like, I, I, I be, yeah, I be telling people I was like I've never been hit as hard as I've like I played football for a while, mm-hmm. but I ain't never been hit as hard as my mama hit me. And they be quick, like we'd be standing there, and all of a sudden I think y'all would say some slick. I don't know who it was. All I see was this dude, and I'm like, what? Bro, <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting in the car one time. I had just came home from college, or I think I was like a sophomore, maybe. I was a sophomore, maybe. And I'm, you know, I'm swole at this point. I'd, I'd have been working out at school. You know, I'm big, you know, feeling myself. So I, um, so I, uh, I'm sitting in the front seat. Demon is a doing something in the back seat, playing, doing something. My mama telling them to stop. They, you know, still tussling or whatever. Or doing, you know, doing brother stuff. And before I knew it, she hit me. And I was like, I was like, if you hit me for? Like, and it just fell out of my mouth. And I was like, I'm sorry, but like, why you hit me, bro? Like, I didn't do nothing. I was just the first one that was like right there. And I was like, and it caught me off guard. <laughs> why you hit me? I didn't still catch you off guard, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, because I, I wasn't doing anything. I was minding my business. Like, you know, I'm minding my business sitting here doing nothing. Like just chilling in the front seat. Like, my, why you hit me? Like, I ain't do nothing. It was the closest. Yeah. And it was a lot of, it was a lot of that. It was a lot of that. I remember one time I was telling my dad about this the other day. Um, I had to sing Lee one time when we was in children's choir. It was, it was young. And I couldn't, re- I, I can't remember words to songs. Like if, um, if you put me on the spot to like sing something, I can't remember the words to the songs. Unless, I mean, there's some. I singing. I remember you like doing, yeah, I think we did like a Ty Tribbett song. And you was yeah. on the talking part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like this was when we was young. This is like this is on Cottage Grove. Okay. Um, and so it was uh I couldn't remember the words, and she just like whooped me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like remember the word, like in the middle of service, like just pop me. I was like, what are you doing, woman? Like, <laughs> I was like, I was telling my dad about that the other day. Me and my dad went shopping, and she and my dad started singing that song. And I was like, I remember that song. I'm a whoopie because I couldn't remember the lead part to it. 
Oh, let me see. Oh, a memory I have of us older was recently, probably what, three, might be four years now for Damon's birthday when we had that barbecue in the backyard. Oh, yeah. oh no, it wasn't for Damon's birthday, it was for me. Oh, 4th of July. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And that was the first time we had all been together in a long time because everybody mm-hmm. kind of been their separate ways, going off to school and stuff like that. So that was pretty dope. It was you, me, Zay, Diamond, Key, like all of us were there and had a pretty good time. Yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. That was pretty cool. I think uh, it's interesting to like grow up with somebody and mm-hmm. then be able to still be with, the, be around them as adults. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely gotta uh, kick it more often for sure. I know we all in separate places, but yeah, we uh, you had me scout scouring through San Francisco at one point. Oh yeah, that, yep, <laughs> sure. that was dope too. Like both on work trips, so yeah, being adults and still being able to catch up. Yeah, it was. It had me in Chinatown. I, I'm sure if you hadn't have done that. I would have not ever experienced like Chinatown and San Fran. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was, it was a really good time. It was a really good time. And yeah, but you know, I will leave it there. I appreciate you um, hopping on Jesus and gym shoes. Um, Tell people where they can find you at or where they can find you can find me at Nora22Brand on all social media platforms. And that's Nora22Brand. Okay. What's the website? www.nora22.com. Absolutely. Go make sure you buy something. Make sure you support. Make sure you tell somebody else. And even go do some more research about it. Um, uh, yeah, make sure you do just something. let me know somewhere on the social media platforms what you want to know more about. We can definitely talk about it. Absolutely. And this has been another episode of Jesus and Gym Shoes, where we have unparalleled conversations about life skills and Jesus. Love you, G. Love you too.